Ah, yes. When you hear that sound, you know what it is. It's the half hour of power. The best show post-show. Tonight, stripped-down lineup in studio. As always, AP Mike, how are you? Hi, everyone. <laughs> that is... It took you two words to to throw, to make it to make me think things were off a little bit. Yeah, and of course, Jason Gore, aka Dudio. How are you? I'm good. Good. I'm good. I like good to be it. here. Yeah, we got the phones are all lit up. Let's go right to the phones on the best show, post show, the half hour power. You're on the half hour power with AP Mike and Dudio. Hey, fellas. Hello. Hello. What's up? Hey. Uh, this is Caroline in Brooklyn calling. How are you? And I'm all right. Um, I have a, a question that's, I guess, for all three of you guys, if you're able to answer it, and that is I'm looking for some expert advice for a prog rock primer. Like if I wanted to just sort of dip my toe into this thing. Yeah, okay. You know, with the caveat that I don't have the best stereo system in the world, what's like a good kind of starter kit? Yeah, okay. Very simple. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Do you have any uh, any albums that would fall under that category? I'm not sure. Okay. Is Genesis prog rock? Yeah. Which which kind of Genesis? I we can't Duke? dance. Duke. Duke. Yeah, not so much. That's them saying goodbye to all that stuff. Okay. But Duke Duke has Duke has what? Turn it on again on it. Yeah. Right? That's a good song. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I would say. Uh, why don't you try? Uh, why don't you try uh, 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 the Yes, once you get, what would you say, Fragile by Yes or Close to the Edge? Get both of those. Mm-hmm. I think I think either, I would say get the Yes album, their second album, which has uh, a couple good songs on it. Starship Troopers, Yours is No Disgrace. Um, the chess song. What's that chess one? You know the chess one? You're looking at me. You know the I'm chess the, one. I'm the wrong I've seen guy. all good people <laughs> oh. turn their heads each. It's about chess. Oh. Move me on to any black square. It's about moving chess pieces, <laughs> Mike. Come on. I thought that was on Fragile. No. No? No. You see, I'm, I'm useless in this category. Yeah. So I would get that. Get uh, King Crimson. Get uh, uh, Lark's Tongues and Aspic. Okay. Yeah. And then get uh, uh, Emerson, Lincoln, Palmer, uh, brain cell surgery. All right. Okay, and then you're set. No lamb. Great. No, that, she's got to work her way up to that. The <laughs> lamb lies down on Broadway. I'm yeah. not there yet. <laughs> I got no time for that junk. <laughs> How about uh, Peter Gabriel or all his solos? Yeah, those are like new wave prog. Oh, okay. He was inventing new wave at that point, oh, okay. Mike. <laughs> but I would say those will get you started. Uh-huh. Great, thank you. All right, you have a great night. Yeah. Prog, Mike, anything? What What do you have that's the closest to prog? You probably, what, uh, Wild the Innocent, E Street Shuffle? No, is that well, the most <laughs> prog album you've got? <laughs> that's no, kind of a prog it, it album. It is, it right? is sort of, yeah. yeah. But it's more jazzy than classical. Yeah. Um, I think that Destroyer album, the new Destroyer album, seems like it's influenced by that second Bruce Springsteen record. Really? Okay. I think in a weird way. Oh, okay. Studio, I know you're a fan of Genesis. Yeah, a big fan of Genesis. You uh, are a big Tony Banks fan in particular. 
Did you see the Genesis documentary, Mike? No. It's really good because they yeah. they get all of them together mm-hmm. to reminisce together. Not not, and so you have Peter Gabriel and Steve Hackett. Steve Hackett there. Like, oh wow! Yeah. So these uh, with the other three dudes, uh-huh. and they're all there. Um, is this on Showtime. Yeah, it, it was. was. On oh, Showtime. Okay. And Tony Banks is such a crab about everything. He's uh, he's like uh, he's like uh, always he's moaning about the lamb lies down on Broadway. That's just like I didn't I was not interested in all the lyrics of it. Pe- <laughs> Peter had this concept for it that I felt it's like shut up. Uh, that's one of their biggest albums at that point. It was oh, yeah, yeah yeah, but it got dwarfed by Duke Duke. And Abacab. And then What's the one with the dice? Or Genesis. Like... Yeah, Genesis. That's just called Genesis. Oh, it's it's just the one the... that has Mama. Yeah. Remember that song, Mama? I, I, I ended up getting a friend's copy of that album, so I do own that album. It's got... What, what else is on that? Illegal Alien, that song, right? Yeah. Not a good album. Okay. Studio might disagree. <laughs> I don't think I've ever listened <laughs> it's not, to it. It's not the best. It's not up there in my Mama. Regular. Mama should be in the sound collage, right? Shouldn't oh, Mama yeah. be in the right? <laughs> Remember Peter Gabriel's like that. <laughs> Half hour power. You're on the show with AP Mike and Dudio. Hey, this is Rafferty from Portland. Rafferty in Portland. What's up, Rafferty? Nothing much. I was wondering how you guys felt about the comedian Norm McDonald. I, I like Norm MacDonald a lot. Yeah, I love Norm. Yeah, what's not to like? Well, how do you feel uh, about him, Rafferty? I like him a lot, but I I understand that uh, his views on, say, uh, women not being funny or something like that can be strident. So I, I I think he's very funny, but I can see why he could be perturbing to some. Oh, so I'm, I was just I'm, wondering. I'm sure he is. Yeah. Look, I, I think he says a lot of things to wind people up. Too. Yeah, I, I was think just going to say, I, I, I wasn't aware that he said that, and, and I probably wouldn't take it seriously if he said it. You know, he, he, he kind of says stuff to provoke people. That's what it seems like. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And, and if he does say it, he's wrong. Mm-hmm. That's You don't have yeah. to agree with him. Yes, that's the whole thing now. You have to run the guy out of show business just because he, he's saying some backwards thing. You're just like, yeah, that's a backwards dude. You you minimize him. You know what I mean? You reduce him yeah, to definitely. nothing. You just let him live, though. You just ignore him. What about Rob Schneider? What about Rob Schneider? <laughs> He's all right. <laughs> Half hour power. You're on with AP Mike and Dudio. Hello, AP Mike, Dudio, and Tom. This is uh, Josh, the organist up in Boston. Oh, hey. we're listening to your music yeah. in the background there right now. Oh, my God. Yes. That's surreal. How are you? I'm doing great. How's everybody doing there? Very good. Doing good. Cool. I uh, wanted to call to uh, check in about. I had uh, given AP Mike notice about this a couple weeks ago and thought he might pay me a visit. But we had uh, at a Red Sox game last week. We had a Grateful Dead theme night, mm-hmm. and uh, what that entailed, at least from my perspective, was uh, periodically playing Grateful Dead songs on the organ uh, at different times during the baseball game. How did, uh, how did that go over? Did you have to like get sheet music for that, or I mean, did you know? Some oh of those no, songs? I'm I'm for better or worse. I don't I don't do sheet music. I'm okay. A, uh, so it's all just kind of by ear and by memory. Uh-huh. Um, and I think you know I was familiar enough with enough songs that I could kind of I had a good starting point. 
Um, what song? Yeah, is I mean, it wasn't play? like a central theme of the whole game. I think there just was like one section of seats where mm-hmm. a bunch of deadheads had bought tickets, mm-hmm. um, and so they were tweeting me their requests of the mm-hmm. songs that they wanted to hear. Or did you play drums um, in space? Did you do that on the organ? Yeah, right. I did. I did that just sort of underneath the game for the whole three hours. You know. <laughs> what did you actually do, Josh? Josh Cantor. Yes, thank you. Um, I played. Uh, Sugar well, Magnolia. Of gray, because that's the hit, mm-hmm. you know. Sure. And um, <laughs> I played a song. I think it's called Deal. Mike might know better than I would. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then um, the uh, one of the coaches on the opposing team um, was a deadhead, and he actually tweeted me a request before the game, and so I played that one. What was the um, team? What team were they that, playing? It was the Tampa Bay Rays. Mm. And who's the coach? His, uh, his name is Rocco Baldelli. He's a New Englander and played briefly for the Red Sox, and he's kind of a still sort of a local hero around here, even though he's coaching for another team now. So He's not that guy who looks like Barry from Storage Wars, right? Oh, I've never seen Storage Wars. <laughs> that guy coaches the Cubs Yeah, now. he coaches the Cubs, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that guy used to coach the Rays. Yeah, yes. Yeah. That guy you're talking about. Yeah. Um, and uh, well, so he requested this song called China Cat Sunflower. Okay. And then, um, what were the other ones? I played Ripple because I thought that would probably be recognized by a wider audience than mm-hmm. just the hardcore deadheads. And um, at the end of the night, I played a song called We Did You Good Night, which is it's actually a, uh, yeah, it's a, a traditional folk gospel song, but they I was told that the dead frequently end their shows with that song, so mm-hmm. it was a nice... Yeah, it's on uh, Live Dead. Yeah. No Shakedown Street? <laughs> I think that DJ played Shakedown Street, if okay. I'm not mistaken. That is my recollection. Good. So, That'd uh, be my favorite Grateful Dead song. Yeah? Yeah. Shakedown Street? No, no. The other one. We bid you good night. Because I would oh, know that we night. finally, my ride <laughs> would drive me right. home. Yeah, exactly. I would know. You're, you're allowed to leave yeah. now. I would yeah. know. It's like, fine, can we leave now? <laughs> yeah, we can leave. <laughs> Don't leave me here, dude. Don't leave me at the Meadowlands. So you're, you're 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 saying about there were about fifty identifiable deadheads there. I think there were like a few hundred, maybe. Oh wow. Maybe okay. that's maybe that's maybe a couple hundred. I don't know. Uh-huh. You know, hard to say for sure. But um, they made special T-shirts for them that sort of combined the Red Sox logo and the oh boy one of the dead logos. Oh, I, I, I hate those. You, you, well, you were ta- you were talking about corporations mashing things together. Oh right! I, I posted. I, I keep getting it in my Facebook feed. Is a uh, Philadelphia Flyers with the Grateful Dead steal mm-hmm. your face thing in the middle mm-hmm. of the P. You know, it's like, yeah. what? Who would wear this? You know, it's like they're they're trying for, like mm-hmm. for dual markets, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, if you're, I mean, if you're a fan of both, then you can kind of yeah. steal two birds with one stone. I guess. Yeah, it's goofy. Thanks for the call, Josh. We appreciate All right. you. Take care. Looking forward to your live show up here. All right. I can't wait. So All right. Sharpling and Worcester playing live in Boston, Toronto, and Philadelphia. Tour dates over at stereolaughs.com slash tour. Half hour power. You're on the air with AP Mike and Dudio. What's up? Hey, this is Justin Auburn, Alabama. What's up, Justin? Hey, Tom, I just wanted to wonder if you ever saw that Love and Mercy movie, the Brian Wilson biopic. I, I didn't know you see talked it yet. To, uh, 
I didn't see it yet. Um, Mike saw it, right? You said you saw yeah, it. Yeah, I've got I've got a good bootleg. I, I, I meant to bring that in this week. <laughs> too, street copy. I forgot to bring it. We watched it this weekend. Oh, did, did you? you like saw it? It? Yeah, I loved it. It's on demand, I think. Yeah, maybe? it's on yeah. demand. Does it go? What would you guys think? I liked it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. I mean, I didn't. I didn't think uh, John Cusack did much in a way of trying to be like the late Brian Wilson. At you times, know? you could see like a few facial tics, or I, I think he was he probably concerned in. about going overboard with it. Yeah, because it is kind of overboard. Because then you, know? you you end up doing Carl from uh, Bill Murray and Caddyshack. <laughs> You yeah. go too far is, with your Brian yeah. Wilson There is a bit of that. He kind of yeah. sort of talks out of the side of his mouth yeah. a little, yeah. you know? He wasn't doing that at all. Yeah, Paul, Paul Dana was great in that, though. I mean, Giamatti was, was good, Wilson too. Fan. Giamatti was scary. He was frightening. Yeah, he was but yeah, I think John Cusack, I mean... It looked like he was even wearing his own clothes, you know. It's kind of, I mean, come on, <laughs> yeah, give it, give it a little, give it a little, you know. Yeah, didn't it? Right? He's wearing those dark clothes he always wears. You he just know, walked on the set. Shirts. Yeah, it's like gross. Point just, blank. <laughs> yeah, it's the same clothes. You know, it's like, hey, you know, change it up a bit. You know, I mean, I think Brian Wilson's got a little bit of a different uh, flair there. Well, I, I guess my real question, Tom, that was a jumping off point. I was wondering what your favorite Beach Boys record after Pet Sounds was. Well, Pet Sounds is, I, I mean, Pet Sounds, I don't. I never need to hear Pet Sounds ever again. I've heard it so many times. I don't even know if, like, it's just one of those things. It's like, you, it just, it, it, I, I consumed it to the point where I don't know if I could need, need or want to ever put that on again. Um, yeah. I, was, like, I mean, like the later Beach Boys years. Yeah, like, look, I like bought. I, on. I collected. I was so heavy into the Beach Boys when I was in high school, and this is before that stuff was reissued. It took me forever to find all those albums, and I read this one book that called Heroes and Villains, which, in retrospect, was a real trashy Beach Boys book written by a guy who wasn't particularly a fan of it, but it gave a good. It gave good insight into the into the the story and i i chased after the stuff and i mean i always um i always liked sunflower a lot but mm-hmm. but um is is sunflower combined with smiley smile in those reissues no that's it's like a lot of the reissues it's like either smiley smile mm-hmm. and uh there'll be like 2020 and and uh wild honey will be combined a yeah, lot yeah, yeah, and yeah. like I like all those post, uh, post Pet Sounds albums. Um. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, Priceline. Like, I mean, because they're because they're like a mishmash. I liked Wild Honey a lot. I liked uh, uh, Twenty Twenty. 
Yeah, I remember I was listening to the show once and you made a comment about, uh, I can't remember who it was, not putting guitars on their records, trying to do R&B. You said the only time that worked was when the Beach Boys did it, and that was because it was so ludicrous. Yeah, because and it I was thought just, that was, was a really like I never thought of Wild Honey through that filter, mm-hmm. and uh, I just thought that was a really brilliant insight to it. Yeah. It really kind of changed the way I looked at that record. Like a lot of people talk about those records, like they were cool down records for Brian Wilson. Is what gets they get called a lot. I like the, like the album Friends. Yeah. I like that album, and it had. Uh, like that song, Busy Doing Nothing, is one of my favorite Brian Wilson songs. Yeah, that's a groovy track. You know that song? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 With, uh, that's when, like, Hal Blaine and all them together. came back and, and played, the Wrecking Crew played on those. Because it's that the weirdest thing I ever heard when he's like, when he's trying to remember the phone number. And he's like, like <laughs> and I've been thinking about a good friend. I'd like to see more. <laughs> And I, I love couldn't, when he remember the number. directions like, to his house. So then he's trying to remember the phone number. He's like, I sat and concentrated on the number and slowly it came to me. Like, it's the weirdest moment that he's just, it's like stopping time to remember, to just think about a phone number. Mm-hmm. And then finally his brain reveals it. Did you go to any of the when he he, he started touring, touring again? I went to one of those shows. I, I never I never saw any of them. Yeah. They all seemed just like a bummer to me. I was I I, I didn't like the smile thing that he redid and any. I thought smile at Carnegie Hall and that was that was really cool. I got to meet Van Dyke Parks while I was there, and then uh, look, I saw the Pet Sounds tour he did too. Well, look, every I'm glad I'm glad people liked it and it seemed like it was satisfying in a lot of ways. I just felt like I tr- I. Those things existed to me as records in the in the mm-hmm. time period, and anything trying to complete it felt a little um, inauthentic to me. That I just didn't yeah. want to go and see it and pretend it was the same thing. And I was fine. I'm fine with the fact that Smile never got finished. So okay. yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see that. I saw like I guess when he first started touring again. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, there were moments where you're just like, you know, he's still struggling. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he, was, he wasn't a hundred percent. Yeah. So he, he had moments of that, mm-hmm. but just the fact that he was doing it again, sure, was sort of, you know, mm-hmm. uplifting. Did you see him, dude? Yeah. I've never Did seen him. 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 My mom saw him a couple of months ago, and she said it looked like. She said it was a very sad experience, and it looked like he fell asleep at the piano. Oh boy. Once oh, during yeah. the show, so it was tough to watch. Oh, yeah. She said. Um. I was listening to Ram the other day by McCartney, yeah. and it, it felt to me like Ram was him trying to duplicate uh, that 66 to 67 Brian Wilson style a little bit. But I, and uh, I, I was wondering what you thought about that or if I was just grasping the straws there. I don't know. I think it's like a lot of the harmonies and the weirdness. Yeah, I think, I think it feels like a lot of those things. I don't know if he was trying to do that. I mean, I think it feels like it, but I, I'm not sure if that was a goal of his. Maybe it was. I think it just I'm not feels like, like consciously, no, but no, no. kind of like when you listen well, to that record, you sure. hear the influence there. Definitely, no, I, there's definitely it's definitely in the spirit of it, and he's obviously a Brian Wilson fan, so that makes sense. All right, bro, thanks for the call. Half hour of power, you're on with AP Mike and Dudio. <laughs> I like how hey. bro is sort of crept into the. All right, bro. Uh, <laughs> bro. <laughs> you, you broed about just everybody, everybody who's fault tonight. Thanks Did a lot, bro. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea. You had no, you were broing people. Like the third bro. No, really? no, I've been bros all night. Okay. I've been loving it. <laughs> all right. It's funny how that yeah. works out like that. I thought I was I, listening Mike, to Joe Beningo. No <laughs> Mike has nodded every time you Joe did Beningo. it, too. Joe Beningo. 
That guy, for people, Joe Beningo is a guy who does like midday. Is that what you'd call it for for WFAN? Yeah. Like he's the guy. he was a caller to WFM mm-hmm. to WFAN for the longest time, and then won a contest that got him. He's literally a contest winner. Got him a radio, yeah. a shot. And then, I mean, it's like Rocky of radio. I call that show Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> if Rocky, if Rocky was in, if, if it was a, if Rocky was going to, if Rocky was focusing on his stupidity and not his boxing yeah. skills. Yeah. Like, that's what Joe Beningo is. It's like, if like Rocky went a million to one shot as the chant, as with his boxing, but he also, <laughs> would be a million to one shot as a guy talking into a microphone for four hours a day. That's what Joe Beningo actually did. He's, he's the other, he's Rocky, he's the talking side of Rocky. Uh-huh. Talky. Yeah, it's like, Talky. 100%, 100%, bro. 100%, bro. I don't know about the match. I agree with you. I agree with you 100%, bro. So what should they do yeah, with bro, Harvey? Bro. What, you, bro. what should they do with Harvey? Should yeah, they, they shut do? him down or what? Yeah, Black Knight, my... my <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I had to ring myself in. Well, good. He doesn't curse on that show. No, he's... he's, he's uh, Some Black Knight, bro. So you're on with AP Mike and Dudio, bro. What's hey, up? Tom. This is Brett from Lincoln, Nebraska. How's bro. it going, Brett? What's going hey, on in Lincoln? Uh, not much. Uh, I want to talk about Fleetwood Mac. Sure. What do you want to talk about? Okay, so you've talked about in their live Mick Fleetwood's huge like drum solos. Yeah, that he does. Yeah. So they played the arena here in Lincoln a few months ago. Was Christine McVie with them? Yep. Was it awesome? No. No. What's that? No. <laughs> okay, halfway through they play like. Everyone's playing songs. Then halfway through, Stevie Nicks and Lindsey Buckingham do a couple solo songs. Did they do Landslide? Like, yeah, they do Landslide. Did you cry? Then... There were a lot well, of people guess... crying there, though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you look That's around, a lot of people are crying. But then uh, Lindsey did Never Going Back Again. Yeah. Which is pretty cool on his yeah. guitar. He's an amazing guitar player. Did you watch it live? How about that one? Yeah. Did he do that one song where he's just like he's like going off, like the the slow one? You know the one. What is that from the first, from the first, from his first Fleetwood Mac album? I forget what that oh. song's called. Big Love or no? Is that off the Dance that live album? I don't think it was on that. That it was uh, the the uh, the song. Uh, I don't know. Don't worry about it. Okay. Well, anyway, they do this solo set, the two of them. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, this stage manager comes out, mm-hmm. and it's Christine McVie, Stevie Nicks, mm-hmm. Lindsey Buckingham, and uh, is it John McVie? John McVie, yeah. 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 So they talk to the stage hand, then Stevie Nicks comes and says, Oh my gosh, we have to cancel the show. Mick Fleetwood is sick. And she goes, He's throwing up everywhere backstage. This has never happened. We've we've got to stop the show. Yeah, that, that's a bummer. So, God. So I didn't get to see the huge drum solo that I was waiting for. No oh, man. And they, they cut it off halfway through, but they did let Christine be sing Songbird. But still, not a good night. Well, I'm sorry. 
Did they right. say they would make it up to Lincoln? Oh, yeah. She goes, oh, we'll come back to Lincoln and we'll play twice as long. Yeah. You know, first but, of all, no, they won't. And, yeah, and no. no, they won't. It's like exactly. they're not going to play. They're not coming back. Not at all. And they're going to get the drum solo twice as yeah, long. Exactly. And if they do and if they do come back, they're not playing twice as long. Can you yeah. imagine twice? <laughs> Guys, it's going to be a four-hour show. <laughs> like, like, they're going to play everything twice. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to run out of songs. Yeah. Well, I'm so, sorry to hear that. That's all right, but maybe one day I'll get to hear the solo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, hang in there. All right. <laughs> Half hour power. You're on the air. What's up? Hey, this is uh, Matt from Halifax. Matt, Hall. you're here. You're here with Dudio and AP Mike. Hi, Matt. Hey, how's it going? Very good. What's up in Halifax tonight? Halifax, Nova Scotia. Well, uh, I just wanted to say I'm pretty excited. I have tickets, um, oh, show sure. tickets and plane tickets to come see you perform in Toronto. Oh, it's going to oh. be good. It's yeah. It's going to be good. I know of, I know of at least uh, uh, two other people here who are, who are making the flight as well. Good. And uh, friends who've uh, already moved to Toronto because we're kind of a have-not province here. So <laughs> It's going to be fun. All my college buds are either in Montreal or Toronto. <laughs> How long is that flight? I think it's only about like an hour or so. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Not too that's bad. Fine. Not too bad. Right. So what do you got for the show tonight, champ? Well, um, I have a question, uh, sort of advice. I oh. haven't watched the most recent genesis documentary we were just talking oh, about so it weird. about 15 minutes ago. oh no but let's what do you want you haven't watched it yet no i haven't watched it yet i saw one my entry point was invisible touch when i was nine mm-hmm. and i loved them because i played piano and i just loved the keyboards and the synth stuff mm-hmm. i watched a 1990 documentary and that's when you know it blew my mind to see the earlier stuff mm-hmm. but anyhow this new one some um Another uh, fan told me that if I watch it, I will hate Tony Banks. So yeah, you might. Yeah, I want, yeah. <laughs> he seems very whiny and and uh, and just ruffled feathers when yeah. he should have just been like it was like I don't know. He just seems like he's always annoyed by he's, yeah, like he's always yeah been pretty dry mm-hmm. character. Grumpy, but smug, maybe. and above it all. Yeah, but he did, the... look. He did Watcher. You know, Watcher of the Skies. You know that oh, song. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, that's that's a big thing. That's a good moment for yeah. him, right? Watcher of the Skies. You know that song, Mike? No. You might know it if you heard it. Okay. It's a good song. Look, just watch the thing. You'll get you'll get better mo- the moment seeing the other guys talking will cancel out any <laughs> stuff with Tony Banks. And you just have to say, "Ah, that's Tony Banks being Tony Banks." Of course it is. Yeah. Of course it is. You'll be fine. Watch it. You're yeah. a fan. What are you scared of? <laughs> uh, nothing. Nothing. All right, chief. You have a great All night. right, thanks so much. Okay. Chief Champ. <laughs> Bro, yeah, you got me tiptoeing around, bro. Now, <laughs> got in my head. Yeah. Got in my head, Mike. 
I remember some guy chiefed me out one time. I, it, it ticked me off. Chiefed you, know, you out? Yeah, he, he called me chief. You know, it's like the first time I was ever called chief. You know, I didn't like it. You know, what was like, this? Where do you stand on chief? If no one means it. No one means it when they don't mean like. Yeah, but it's it's like a put down, right? Oh yeah, no, it's loaded. It's a loaded. It's like calling a, a short guy stretch or something like that, right? Yeah, you know. It's, it, no, it's 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 very loaded, and it's it's, it's meant to put you down a little yeah, bit, make yeah, you think yeah. like <laughs> it's, it's very belittling. Hey, chief. Yeah. And what did he say? Were you at the bar? No, no. I, I, this was this was years ago. I worked in a warehouse at a, a Sears catalog store, and it, you know I had to unload trucks, and this was the truck driver. You know, and he he, he chiefed me out. So this is a store you were fulfilling orders from the Sears catalog, or you were shipping yeah, out yeah. catalogs. Now people would order at this smaller store in a mall. Where, where a was mall, that? Freehold, Freehold, New Jersey. Okay, yeah. So uh, you were working. You were working there, <laughs> loading trucks. And what did the guy well, say? Well, take you? no, take unloading trucks. Unloading yeah, the trucks. Yeah, yeah, okay. He was the truck driver. And what did he say? And, and I love these guys because they 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 push like a, a riding lawnmower to the edge of the truck, and that's yeah. all they had to do. And they don't. And then go. I had to get it down. Yeah, they don't go any further. <laughs> oh wow! So so it's like yeah, here's a refrigerator. Yeah, you put yeah. it to the lip of the truck. Yeah. All right, Mike. Now you get it down. Yeah. It was that way by the, yourself. The music store I worked at when we would do like a stock order, we'd be doing like these huge bulk orders like once a year with these right. publishers and there was that thing when you were just like because i would i work it was me and this own and the owners the two of us were the only guys there and there'd be a thing where i'd be i'd be working like be that's ah, the owner's day off and then you see that 18 wheeler pull up it's like you gotta be now you know hidden me now you know why he's off i'm gonna unload i have to load 50 boxes of stuff in myself because yeah. the guy be he'll pull a pallet right to the edge of the thing be like yeah you got i'll cut the the plastic open you got to get the boxes off the thing like lug, lugging books too like the boxes are as heavy as can be yeah so how did he say chief to you? He's just like, uh, you got my paperwork chief or something like that. Because <laughs> you're a, how, you're how a kid. About the lading? Yeah, yeah. You're I mean, a kid, right? Like, yeah. That was like in my, in college. When I was yeah. in college, I was working there. Yeah, so he's calling, he's clearly not like, yeah. he's not like saying to you like, it's not like he's saying to somebody older than him, calling yeah. him. The the traditional version of chief, where you're showing respect yeah, yeah. to someone like that, he's calling some kid chief. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He, uh, he did not. No, it's not good, chief. Hey, chief. Yeah. Surprised you don't get that at masses. <laughs> yeah, that really sounds like something you'd hear at masses. Jason, chief. You um, been, what in any of those names? What have you been called? I used to be called Ponch. Ponch. People call me Ponch. I hate Ponch. Where were you called Ponch? Hey, down in Virginia. Oh man. It was a pretty common thing. Punch. punch. Why? Why punch? I don't know. I don't know if it was because of punch from chips or mm-hmm. I highly doubt it. I hope but, not. Yeah. You don't look like punch I, from chips. No, nothing like <laughs> Eric <laughs> Estrada. Yeah, you know, like, like, so. The farthest thing. Let's think. What, which one would get you? Uh, I'll ask you guys real quick. How would you feel about Bud? Disrespectful. Disrespectful. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bud's down there. Pal. Yeah, that's... that's Pal, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's... Guy. Man, that, that's... No, no, no not it's a fan. still there. Not a fan of that yeah. one. Is there any of those quickie kind of things that, that people throw out that's all right? 
pal, guy, buddy, buddy, right? Hey, buddy. Buddy, yeah. Son. How about when, um, how do you feel when somebody just says, when they throw around friend way too liberally? Don't like it. Right? Friend, no. Like, yeah, friend, yeah. But so, yeah, when you, you just think, it's like, said, the tone is part of it, you know? And when somebody yeah. says friend, you know, it's like, it's usually in a sinister mm-hmm. tone. Hey, they're friend. Cause yeah. Because you, yeah, yeah. you go to get a sandwich somewhere and be like, what can I get you, my friend? Oh, you know what the worst yeah. one is? Boss. Ba- I, boss. I, I, no, I, uh, boss is the worst uh, one. That is the worst, worst one. one. Hey, get, boss. You, you get that all the time yeah. in convenience stores for some yeah. reason, you know? Boss. Yeah. I get it at Wonder Bagels when they ask <laughs> if I want uh, salt, pepper, ketchup on my... Uh, what do you want, boss? Yeah. Salt, pepper, ketchup on that, boss? Yeah. Yeah. Just That's like. probably the one used the most, that, that I hear the most. What would happen if you said... Okay, yeah, that's what I want. And then when they bring it to you or they slide it to you on the counter, you're just like, thanks. And you start to walk out and you're just like, yeah, I'm the boss. I'm taking this. Like, you called me the boss. Just yeah, yeah. take it off my paycheck. or right. like, Yeah, just, take it to the next level. They yeah. called you a boss. Hey. Start acting like the boss. Yeah, exactly. You just go behind the counter. <laughs> start start grabbing stuff. <laughs> I'm the boss. Yeah. Pop the register yeah. open. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got change of a twenty in yeah, there. You're <laughs> right. I owe you. I owe you four hundred dollars. Yeah, we'll balance this out at the end of the day. When, I, when I'm doing the books, I'll balance the four hundred bucks. Out. Yeah, I'll square up at the end of the day. What are you doing? Hey, I gotta get supplies. The, yeah. I gotta get supplies. Yeah, then stop calling me boss. <laughs> boss is bad. Yeah, bosses. Anything, anything, Mike, of note, anything, I know you, you find weird stories or things, has anything <laughs> piqued your interest of late? Well, it was hard to avoid the Pope this week. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the coverage was way beyond, you know, I, I, I could only take it in dribs and drabs, you know. But it was so strange when, you know, he, they had the mass, and then you have these commentators, you know, sort of weighing in. Mm-hmm. During the parts of the mass, and you know, they're explaining the transubstantiation, okay, <laughs> which is when the uh, the wine is turned to blood and the wafers are turned to Christ's flesh, and it's it just because like mainstream media doesn't really even touch on religion anymore, you know. Mm-hmm. So to have like this being covered in the mainstream, it just sounded strange, you know. I mean, I know there's certainly plenty of religious stations on cable, but uh, just to have that come through in like a mainstream media coverage of sure. it, it was it was odd. You know, and suddenly just, oh, oh. Maurice Dubois is talking about <laughs> this stuff, and they couldn't stop with the rock star thing. Just every, you know, even the Daily News Sunday paper. I open it up, there it is, the rock star Pope. You know, it's like enough with it. You know, they latch onto. Something and then they just beat it to death. Well, he has a prog rock album now. Well, yeah, yeah he, that came out of yeah. Who knew that? Who knew that was coming down the road? Yeah, and do you think he's ever heard that that track? Did you hear that track? <laughs> yes, it yeah, was did, three yeah. minutes of limp. <laughs> and that's like that's prog. If like if that's prog, like Vangelis is prog. Yeah, then, yeah, like yeah, it sounded like the, it sounded like chariots of fire outtakes. And then just one of his speeches played over the quiet parts of it. Did, did New Age music ever go away? 
I mean, it, it, yeah. I mean, is this like the renaissance of new age music? It's going to come back? I don't know. It, it, it could. Wouldn't you know what the shocking thing is? That wouldn't you think that this pope, since he's so cool, that he would have done one of those um, that album like the those monks like whoop, 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 <laughs> the one that's like over the beats. Yeah, yeah. remember yeah. that record? Yeah, yeah. Like, wouldn't he do one of those? You would think so. What was that called? Do you remember that? Oh, oh. Where it's like it was like sexy monks. It was like sexy. Yeah, it was monk. a big. It was a big hit. That yeah, it was like sexy album. monk music. Yeah. It was like whoop whoop. <laughs> and then they tried to replicate it with all these other sort of choirs and different things. It was. Um, I'm trying to figure out what that was. I can still see the cover. Right, it was sort of like blue and just yeah. these monks guys on the front. I think my mother got me to buy it for her when, when it came out. Monk, monks, it was like Gregorian monks, right? Was Gregorian, that what it was? Gregor, Gregorian chants. Was it the Benedictine monks of Santo Domingo? Probably. Yes, yeah. that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. My, but it had that one song. That. Do you think I'm sexy? <laughs> that's not my song. <laughs> it says the Bene, Benzedrine monks of Santo Domingo. The, the Benzedrine monks. It was monks. probably a remix okay, and they yeah. sampled yeah. it or something. Yeah, that's the okay. Benzedrine monks. That's a different, that's <laughs> yeah, that, different than the Benedictine is, monks. Uh, See, they're selling. Uh-huh. Yeah, that I'm sounds like, you know, I know you're not making it up. <laughs> that's like a parody of a thing. The Benzedrine monks. That's, that's like, they're, that's like uh-huh. Lou Reed. It's like they're doing Velvet Underground songs. The songs about drugs. So the Pope drove you nuts, Mike? Yeah, it was a little too much. Studio, I, anything of note? Well, what were you going to say, Mike? I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I, I, I pretty much missed all of the Philly coverage. I guess that was Sunday, right? I guess so. Yeah. I, was, I was away. Yeah. I didn't see any of that. And I, was, I wasn't going to put it on at, the, at Masses. Would not a go? No, no, not, not a go. Not no, those no. heathens? <laughs> would they have, no, they wouldn't no, like they, that. They wouldn't have liked that. They would have turned to dust. Yeah. The words of the Pope <laughs> would have made them. I remember I, I was at Masses <laughs> when they selected the Pope, and mm-hmm. I remember it being a pretty good time. Was it on the TV? Yeah, they, was... well, every it was in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. So, and every channel had it. You know, there isn't much on daytime television, so it was on. And the guys were really... They were into they the were, selection. Oh, man, they were yeah. just, like, weighing in heavily. Well, that's how I heard that there was a new pub with the smoke uh, out of the chimney at Masses. <laughs> it goes from <laughs> black to white. <laughs> and then I'm just like, oh, there's a new pope. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. The people of Bayonne. They, they wait in. Yeah. There is a new pope. <laughs> the smoke coming out of the <laughs> the chimney at masses has changed. The, the cigarette disposal in front of the bar. The thing that it does catch on fire every you know. Yeah, Bayonne has so. a new pope. <laughs> the, the cigarette disposal <laughs> in front of masses has changed. It's on oh, fire. Yeah. It's on fire. <laughs> the new Pope of Bayonne has been named. It would be the, it's the guy from the Efferdent commercials. <laughs> <laughs> named Pope. <coughs> Pepsodent. Yeah. Oh, Pepsodent. All right, we should wrap okay. it up here. Half hour power. 
everybody, Mike, you're at uh, masses on Sundays. Yeah, I actually had my first uh, return visitors. I had a, a couple came in, and it's uh, uh-huh. their second visit this Sunday. So that's okay. it's always nice when people stop in. Sure, the the rare the rare <laughs> return <laughs> to masses. <laughs> If they come back a third time, then they're just they're just customers, and, and they're drinking, you know, beyond mm-hmm. just the, the customary, you know, they one do beer. one beer, yeah. you know. No, they're, they're, you found <laughs> you found some like had a couple shots. And well, that's nice. Yingling, yeah, good in honor of Philly boy. So this Sunday, people in Bayonne can go see Mike, uh, attending bar over at Masses, uh, Jason. Uh, your 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 sketch troupe. Mm-hmm. I almost said improv. Sorry, <laughs> no, it's it's fine. Sketch troupe, Bridge and Tunnel, their show. Get re- your your show. Get yes. real with Bridge and Tunnel. Uh, will be a part of the New York Sketch Fest on Saturday, October seventeenth, nine thirty p.m. over at the People's Improv Theater, the Pit. And uh, you have a guest for that show, and the guest is me. Yes. Very exciting. I'm very excited about being a part of the show. Thank you for no. Thank you for being on. We're very excited to to have you on. And we've we already met with you this week, mm-hmm. and we talked and got stories. And yeah, the way this show works is we'll take those stories and turn them into uh, sketches. It's, it's, so. it's really exciting. It's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. And by the time this goes up, tickets will have gone on yes. sale uh, for a day, so you can get them at the pit dash nyc.com and that's bridge and tunnel and sharpling and worcester tickets uh, are on sale for november december toronto boston philadelphia go to stereolaughs.com slash tour that's stereolaughs l-a-f-f-s dot com slash tour uh half hour power will be back in a couple weeks thank you uh for listening and uh it's ap mike and jason Saying goodnight, and we will see you all soon. Bye. Say bye. 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 Oh, I beg these guys to <laughs> say goodbye. <laughs>